Who hasn't Hello. done it in the intro? <laughs> there we go. Hello, <laughs> uh, as I button with the intro, and welcome to what will probably be the best and final official podcast after Hurricane Irma wipes out all life in the northern United States. <laughs> We're all dead. Even me, in the southern hemisphere. It is probably going to rip Florida from the United States and launch it into the Atlantic Ocean, where it will collide with Africa and cause an incredible loss of life. They're actually saying this could be the second Pangea forming, thanks to Irma. Exactly. Our new mm. neighbor, Charlie and I live in Florida, and we cannot wait for our new neighbor, uh, Eastern China, to show up in the next couple days. It will be within walking distance of our houses. It's pretty nice. exciting times down here. Irma's bringing joy. Christmas is coming early. <laughs> That's right. We'll get a bountiful gift of presents as it rips various supplies from some people and throws them at others. It should be a good time overall. And if Hurricane Irma doesn't fuck us good enough, we have Jose on the backup and Katya seems to want to join in on the fun. Well, Katya's in the West. But, well, from one of the models I saw, it's proposed that it could come this way. Oh, cool. Great. <laughs> This is such a fun and happy time. It's like we're the Beyblade arena and these hurricanes are the Beyblades, so now they're all just going to meet in the middle. God, I'm excited about reciting or letting them rip. You, you ever think that if they are Beyblades, like Irma's one of the like Mac Daddy super rares? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like Persephone shows up to the meeting of the gods and they're like, whoa, she's got Irma. Whoa, where'd you get that? He's so we powerful. We don't have a chance. And then, think- uh, Harvey was the uh, Russian-engineered one in a yeah. test tube born. That was uh, Vishnu who brought that one. He was really good. And then uh, Hades <laughs> stepped up from hell back in the early 90s with Hurricane Andrew. And he was like, ha-ha, no one will beat me. But then look where we are now. Yeah, someone beat him. Someone beat him twice. It's yeah, ex- exciting stuff. So apparently the only headline I saw that was any interest was a uh, professional surfer died because he was in the islands trying to catch a wave caused by the hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like what he wanted. That sounds like such a turbo way to go. (laughs) I'm going to rip roar on Irma. Do you think as he was drowning, he just slowly gave a thumbs up right before he passed? Like the Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking Maui trying to reclaim his fame. <laughs> That's such a great headline. Hats off to you, man. You're welcome to come on the podcast. From beyond the grave. Tell us what kind of Beyblade hurricanes you get in heaven. What were we talking about? The fact that the whole life on the face of the planet is going to die to this Category 10 storm. Is it? Yeah, and no, Andrew, you being a mere vessel for your Dollar Shave Club razor, it's of course one of your prized possessions that you will take with you and save, right? Well, yeah, of course. In case I... of an evacuation, I mean, uh, that's what the government is telling us: leave behind your family, pets, wives, husbands, take the razor. I I made an extensive survival checklist. Number one is my Dollar Shave Club razor. Number two is my weighty handle for said razor. <laughs> number three is some snacks. And then number four is the uh, executive razor starter kit known as the shit shower shave starter set. All you'll you know, ever even need in, in case of emergency. 
even in post-apocalyptic America, even in a nuclear wasteland, you need to shit, shower, and shave. I never understood this gimmick in movies where all the, you know, post-apocalyptic people are, they look like unkempt hobos. You have no excuse not to order Dollar Shave Club, because even in that circumstance, even in the middle of Hurricane Harvey or Irma, they'll deliver to your door for five bucks if you go to dollarshaveclub.com slash official and order the shit shower and shave starter set and it comes with what charlie shave butter body wash it comes with a whole lot of everything a growing boy could need and a a huff grown man could possibly need for instance Mm. if the apocalypse does come we're going to be using one wipe charlie's as the new currency i'm calling it now (laughs) start investing (laughs) wasn't there an actual movie that did that where the toilet paper was currency is that wait I'm just thinking of Shawshank's Redemption. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, prison. An accurate portrayal of post-apocalyptic life. (laughs) Kinda. I mean, yeah, for them, the life is over. All right, so go to dollarshaveclub.com slash official (laughs) to take advantage of that deal. In that offer, you get shave butter, body wash, one wipe Charlie's butt wipes. And also oh. the executive razor, which is a premium weighty handle and a full cassette of cartridges. That sounds mm. dope as fuck. Straight to your door. All the benefits of shaving, shitting, and showering without dropping the soap. So, <laughs> dollarshaveclub.com slash official. Go if get we it while it's hot. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, since Andrew was asking, besides just devastating hurricane news, I had an interesting talking point, and I, I told the group chat... I don't know how many people scrolled up through the whole conversation Kai and I I had, though. But I really like how recently now people are reaching out to us to come on the podcast. And it's such like this (laughs) incredible shift from us getting cold shouldered by everyone we asked. And now people actually want to come on. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It was like one one person. Three. Three. Don't we want to hype this up? You guys wanted to hype this one up. Well, yeah. I mean, we had three. After we talked to them, not like the mere possibility Okay. Well, I mean, we'll we've tune in next week to find out who it is. We've confirmed oh, two dates. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. So, all right. So, uh, put it out there. Yeah. So, the uh, lead actor from the new Blair Witch movie, James Allen McCune, who is also in Shameless, for anyone who's watched Shameless, he's interested in coming on, and we've scheduled a date for that. So, that'll be fun. I'm actually very familiar with his work. And then after Beautiful. that, we, we have the one and only Dick Masterson. <laughs> So Dick Masterson, nice. who's out earning us by a lot. We have so who's our lineup right now? We have Ice Poseidon. Yeah, He's Ice Poseidon, who is currently in jail. No disclosure. Wait, Wait what? He is currently in jail. No, I I just emailed him last night and he replied. Right. He. Oh, I was told last night he was in jail for being drunk and disorderly. Yeah, that's why we have him on. That's that's a requirement. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's where we go to find guests. Whoever's <laughs> spreading rumors. Uh, I was told that by a few, by a handful of people. If you're spreading those nasty, nasty rumors, please go they to jail you. and tell me if it's true. They got you. I don't know what the fuck you guys do. Like, if I was in America with you guys, I would go to prisons and, like, get interviews with the most enjoyable inmates. No, you would go to a fallout shelter because we're about to be hit by an apocalyptic hurricane. <laughs> Kim Jong-un's nukes are going to get caught up in it. God. <laughs> the hurricane's just throwing nukes everywhere. 
Holy fuck. Yeah, like, that sounds yeah, like an awesome nukes. Movie. Well, I asked earlier if we could, like, detonate a nuke inside the hurricane to stop it, but I feel that that would just make it angry. Yeah, we'd have like an irradiated birth to some sort of fucked up Cthulhu monster. A, a just, supernatural disaster. <laughs> it creates a membrane bet- between the dimensions. A perpetual hurricane, yeah. It just slowly pushes Florida <laughs> to the depths of the oceans. That's the fucked up maelstrom from like World of Warcraft. There's actually <laughs> some whack job professor back in the early 2000s proposed some idea where you would fly like three fighter jets into the hurricane and just whirl e- like go around each other in the opposite direction. There's science. Oh, yeah, there's science behind it working. It's just a matter of you know, do they want to risk their lives and is it even worth it? Oh, well, okay, well, the science behind it, I mean, I can also just propose we invent a gigantic fan and point it at the hurricane to push it away. (laughs) I I had that idea. What if the entirety of Florida, literally every single citizen, lines up on the coast with, like, a pocket fan... Or blows really hard. Would that do anything? <laughs> no. It's it's Damn one it. of that and it would a little bit just it's one of those questions where, you know, like if everyone on the planet jumped at the same time would Earth move, you know? Yeah. But to which the answer is yeah, but just like a billionth of a nanometer. Oh. Well, I mean you can actually stop hurricanes. <laughs> it's just a matter of the the effort, the risk, and the cost. Build a wall. I mean, ninety percent of the Caribbean is gone now, so <laughs> it's probably worth the risk. I'd say, but it's not my money. They're stopping hurricanes. What risk? Like, I'm a, I mean, dying. Wh- which method are you talking? You make it sound like ritual sacrifice. Like, if you toss this virgin into the volcano, <laughs> the hurricane will go away. What? What method are you proposing? Well, the jet one. The jet one's an actual method that does work, but it's just I, I so outlandish. Has anyone tried it before? I don't feel like that would work. Just to only get you're talking out of your ass. No, no hold jets on. Into a storm. I'll pull that up. Hold on. Jets are like hurricanes are a force of nature. So are jets. Dinky plane isn't gonna. <laughs> we discovered jets in 1986. <laughs> they were hiding <laughs> from the hurricanes. <laughs> the natives were using them to hunt. <laughs> this is my bow and jet. Then the British colonialists just they just killed all the natives and took the jets. The majestic seven forty seven in the wild. <laughs> oh oh wait, wait, this is fascinating. It's lifting its flaps for takeoff. Very rarely yeah, seen by humans. I, I don't believe that considering that now, now that Andrew said like seven forty seven even when there's a little bit of wind planes have trouble landing and the pilot will have to like concentrate not to crash the fucking thing well, oh, no, no, actually Kaya actually Kaya there was mm. a fully loaded passenger jet that took off during the hurricane out of the islands it have flew they been between again? yeah it, it landed no, safely no, I, I mean I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible I'm just saying even while they're landing you you know all the that footage of like planes that land during heavy winds and how the plane gets like shaken around it's only that by the skill of the pilot they even managed to land flatly on the uh, landing strip well probably the only dangerous wind is the vertical one horizontal wind is relatively safe to fly through you just can't really go through vertical winds like in the hurricane 
Like if you look, look at Mr. Expert here. If I put you in a dinky little plane and like, <laughs> oh, I'm not. I couldn't even take yeah. it off. It's just point a- <laughs> my pocket fan at you. You'd piss yourself. You have a flight phobia or whatever it's oh, called. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take off even if I knew how. But I'm just saying, <laughs> the reason planes can fly through, like the NOAA, they can fly through because going through the horizontal winds is safe. It's the vertical ones that'll fuck you. I, I feel like in a hurricane, it's all sorts of winds. It's a hurricane. It's a clusterfuck of winds. It's like an orgy of storms. It's almost like it's just a lot of wind. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is gonna be a fun. I, I just use my plane to land on the safe side of the coast. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll sacrifice myself. I'll, I'll do this Independence Day, flying to the eye of the to the eye of the storm, flying to the eye of the tiger. You're right. Yeah, that too, like, you know, you put I've on Eye of the Tiger, but then you run away. I've heard the closer you get to the hurricane, the louder that song gets. <laughs> I was if you're in the eye, you hear the night. lyrics. Like, I was, if you had just one one pilot, like the Randy Quaid from Independence Day, fly himself in there, spin his fidget spinner in the opposite direction, what would happen? You know what He'd I mean? He'd die. Well, yeah, but what would happen with the hurricane? I thought you'd ask what would happen to the fidget spinner. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would set a new record. Oh my god. Fastest spin. Uh, Do you think wait, maybe the hurricane... Isn't the eye of the storm supposed to be the calmest place, like, where you are meant to be the safest of anything? Well, well no, you're definitely not, not the safest, but Yeah, not the calm. safest by a long shot. It is, Well, like, safe, I mean, if you are in the path of it, if you have well, to be I was, by it, like... Uh, well, I mean, I guess if you follow the eye of the hurricane, you should be I was going to ask that. If you get in, like, a yeah. car, if you could just somehow follow it perfectly until it goes Holy away. Shit. Imagine how dope you'd be. I mean, the storm only moves, like, 15 miles an hour. Could it you resist the matter of not overshooting it? Yeah. No, really, yeah. like, could you resist role-playing and acting like you're summoning it as some sort of a wind aura? <laughs> God knows I'd be doing that. That's amazing. I'd be LARPing with my friends. Like airbending. Oh, oh, that was so cool. Just standing in the middle of it doing all these goofy gouchwa gestures. <laughs> Waving your arms. Oh, that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. awesome. And then yeah. on the news you see local necromancer seen here. <laughs> necromancer, right? Eh? Because it's the hurricane dead all... before. Oh, it's going <laughs> to dig up all the bodies. I don't know. He brought the hurricane back to life. I didn't want to say wizard. I didn't know what to say. He's what in cool, trouble. What a cool superhero that'd be if he just started reviving, like, Hurricane Harvey, Andrew, like, all the most devastating hurricanes. What an asshole. Yeah, he'd be a hero, wouldn't he? He'd well loved dick. by all. Yeah. yeah. Then on he'd the, combine them like a Voltron. On the upside, Charlie, it's <laughs> nearly confirmed now that it's going to hit as a four and not a five. Yeah. When it gets to Florida, so that's... What a bus kill. We're doing a podcast here. You should be hyping it up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, Charlie. I I misread. I had the paper upside down. It says here that uh, no one will survive. Why is so, it like, upside down? If it was upside down, it would say it's a category H. <laughs> category hell. hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the demon Beelzebub seen here swirling in the vortex with his arms pointed causing out nine thousand years spinning. of darkness. Which, I find the hurricane so fucking awesome. I love natural disasters. But did you know the only way to survive it is to use a... Uh, Zip recruiter. <laughs> Zip recruiter. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, you can go to ZipRecruiter.com and use code official to hire the best fighter pilots. Maybe, uh, you know, Tom Hardy is there, like in Dunkirk. He can do some cool jet moves. I'm just, I'm just gonna from. I'm just gonna throw out some random professions that I believe you can find on ZipRecruiter. There's no theme here. Uh, wind a- analysis uh, analyst, uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> air, pre- air pressure <laughs> air pressure control man, uh, anti cyclone technician. Just you know, just random. <laughs> no theme here. Just random professions. Wind well, confirmation <laughs> expert. He'll tell you for sure if it's windy. Uh, storm eye controller. Professional kite flyer. President. <laughs> Professional flying as a kite flyer. Bus Ooh. driver. And other. If you need us, any uh, of those, Zip Recruiter you, has them all. Yeah, the, do you have some marketable skill that relates to hurricanes and cyclones and storms and floods and natural disasters and acts of gods? Or so, literally anything else. Yeah, you can go to ZipRecruiter, you can fill out your CV, you, you can fill out your qualifications, like, I can bend air, I can, like, summon water and floods and, uh, you know, all that stuff, and then tons of other people can look at your qualifications and say, hey, I want to hire this guy for Hurricane Irma, uh, but, you know, you, you can also post jobs in case you need, let's say, a hurricane. <laughs> I mean, the it, the entire point is whatever your natural disaster, be it flood, earthquake, typhoon, tidal wave, doesn't matter. The yeah, point is poison. that ZipRecruiter, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a qualified, quality candidate through that site within one day. But the point is one day is all it takes for 80% of people who post their jobs on ZipRecruiter. Use code official so they know we sent you. But in the post-apocalypse, you don't want to be without knowing who com slash official. That's how you use that code right there. You go to that website. I was actually <laughs> thinking about this not too long ago, like last night before going to bed. I imagine you could capitalize super hard on natural disasters by saying, like, you'll pray for people, stuff like that. Like, I'll pray you a new house, things of that nature. Oh, but yeah. I imagine that makes a killing when a natural are, disaster happens. Are we off the ad? Because we can yeah. do the whole topic on that. Okay, so... Yeah, the the people who do like hashtag pray for this or oh I'll be in your thoughts, they they're doing literally nothing. I'll be in your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like some sort of a those, demon. Those greedy self insert fucks. No, but the people who just like hashtag pray stuff on Facebook and Twitter and all that, they're they're awful people. How are they making it? it? Yeah, but how are they making money? Going oh, no, I wasn't yeah, talking not, about just like a hashtag. I'm talking like an actual like evangelist, but not an evangelist. Like I'd be, I'd be like a hurricane prayer expert. Yeah, they, I mean, there's tons of people like that, Charlie. Is there? Yeah, They're, that are c- collecting right now as we speak. They're getting the donations and the oh, that money is ever going to go to the. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about just bad charities and shit. I'm talking about like an actual prayer hurricane specialist guy. Pray like, for hurricanes. Yeah, like if a hurricane happens, you'd call me and I'd give you the best prayers for a new house or, or helping Charlie, rebuild. Charlie, that's, that's called being a priest. Well, but no, but I mean, it specializes in hurricanes itself. Like I'd have certification that I am the best at praying after hurricanes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I suppose, don't know. That's just but, called being Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. But then for when there's not a hurricane, you get nothing. You make yeah, I mean, all I your d- money in one sitting. That's perfect because then I don't have to worry about praying too often. 
I just have to do it every now and then. But you don't make any money. Because praying is so yeah. strenuous. Well, just be a side job. Like, How are you I meant imagine? to afford to rebuild your house in hurricane season? Well, I'd pray for yeah, it. You're obviously bad at this, Charlie. This is why they don't go into specifics. Like, they just pray or they just collect charity But I don't want to be just an evangelist. Cause. I'd want to be, like, a hurricane prayer specialist. Well, tough shit. Well, go to ziprecruiter.com slash official. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw my resume up on there. <laughs> We're still on the ad, guys. Are we? <laughs> gotcha. Oh. Jesus going on this whole time. We fooled you. You thought this was organic discussion. Nope. com slash official. It's all there. Hire us for your next children's birthday party. <laughs> I'll pray for them. I'll bring the hurricane. I'll bring the kids. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be a birthday party. I'll just bring kids. Oh. oh fuck is anyone excited this, for it i'm seeing it tonight it, it i am looks, super excited that movie looks god awful really what I are you kidding oh my god all the trailers i've seen look so fucking bad did you see the original I didn't even or know no? it's out. yes i have seen the original did you you're like gonna it? eat those words eh. it's it's eh. it's okay i thought the trailers looked awesome what are you what what like what are you nitpicking here? The the clown is not scary in any way, and clowns are really easy to make scary. But he's not; he's just goofy. Like he's in the sewer, and he's like, "I'm Pennywise the clown." Oh, <laughs> hey, Kimmy, you want your boat? And like he's just smiling, and it's like, well, okay, that's kind of the well, point of that's kind of the point of the it clown. It's not supposed to be like that generic scary clown. It's just supposed to be a creepy clown. Well, it is though. It, it's I don't think it was creepy. Like I, was, I, the, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, generic character. Somebody. I mean, just horror. Eh, I don't I'm know. Sure I was a okay. clown that turns into a spider and is like a god entity. Generic. <laughs> I mean, you literally just described like half the cast of American Gods. God, something that I just that watched movie. yesterday. I mean, it's so generic. The Never even heard of it. So <laughs> heard stupid. of that either. And there are gods apparently. Yeah, it, it, it's a shitty, shitty TV series. It's probably the same guy that made Hannibal Jackson, but it's terrible. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, that's a shame. Anyone yeah. keeping up with cryptocurrency prices these days? Shit's going nuts. They're high. They China, realized that... Uh, China regulated them, didn't they? They banned ICOs, yeah. Yeah. ICO? Yeah. It's what, what does that mean? It, it's ICO. basically investors, more or less. Uh, oh. They didn't like Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> that's a smart joke that not many people are gonna get i think i referenced that in the first episode of the podcast oh, oh, shit, really? what was that yeah it, it was, was like our favorite memories. games or something mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. i'm not sure i think it was around the time the last guardian came out oh i forgot all about that game well that game had 10 years of hype and then immediately everyone forgot about it <laughs> then it came out and it got lukewarm reviews Game was boring. Oh, I never played it. I didn't like it. If you're listening to this, Guardian, I didn't like it. I feel sorry for that creator. I don't. Pouring ten years onto a project and then it's poopy. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people. Yeah, much you can really do about it. I wonder if he's homeless at the moment. I'm sure he's (laughs) doing just fine. Yeah, I highly doubt that. You highly doubt he's doing fine, or that he's homeless? No, I. That he's homeless. Oh yeah, I mean, same. Yeah, I think he's uh, no. all right. I'm praying for you, Guardian developer. 
only we knew it through the hurricane. Well, Jackson, you should post that on Twitter and have everyone like and retweet that. Hashtag pray for Ico. Pray for Ico. Did you guys uh, see that footage of that one video game journalist trying for about 10 minutes trying to pass a little segment of a oh yeah, yeah 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 the uh cuphead yeah. oh yeah. wait guy. yeah did, i heard about did, that yeah did, did you watch it charlie no hold on i'm gonna watch it right so, now real quick. on on that same no, subject yeah, you can't watch it real quick charlie it's literally 26 minutes but the point is it's some video game uh journalist and he was given the demo or some copy and it took him like what two minutes to pass a little segment of a tutorial and the thing is that the tutorial is basically it's it has two on words on the screen yeah yeah, yeah. And it says press x to double jump or dash or whatever it is whatever it is and he couldn't do it he the like whole that. point is you have to double jump and then dash in the air and he couldn't connect those two thoughts in his head <laughs> he yeah, keeps he like couldn't. dashing at the wall or and missing the someone, jump someone took that footage and superimposed it over or rather next to a footage of a pigeon trying pigeon, to solve yeah, a puzzle and the pigeon one. won yeah yeah <laughs> but but don't worry kaya cuphead is of course going to be the dark souls of platformers i'm so fucking sick of that shit wow this game has difficulty it's just like dark souls which is, of course, in gaming journalism, the hardest video game ever made, ever. So I, wow. I, I didn't keep up with the news about that game specifically. I think it looks really, really good from the visuals. Yeah, the art style I'm, I'm really amazing. excited. Yeah, mm. but uh, I, what, what I'm a little upset about is that after this thing came out, this video of that video game uh, journalist just absolutely being clueless and helpless, <laughs> like a small child. In, in in face of this little task that a pigeon could complete. Uh, I mean... It, that I people don't... thought that this was some sort of a freak accident, whereas I b- truly do believe that this reflects like the majority of the video game journalism industry. It's such a scam. Oh, it's changed for sure over time. I, Actually, I still have Vietnam flashbacks to the polygon footage of Doom. Uh, I, I, oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Kai, I... I... I agree with yeah. what you were saying with the video game, you know, industry, journalism industry. But that guy, it came out that that guy was like a business analyst for the company, not not an actual game journalist. Then why yeah, was it his footage they known. used? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no clue as to yeah. that. But it's not it, like but, uh, it's not just him. My my issue is like, how many times do video game journalists have to prove to us over and over again that they're corrupt clueless anti-gamer pieces of shit until we stop reading their websites or buying their magazines or whatever it is they're offering or do they even have they're making their anymore? money i i some do you know like game informer you know is, that's a magazine right i don't know if kotaku has so, anything yeah. in print but it's just baffling to me because these assholes are all the same ilk i mean go on kotaku they have like articles on well kotaku is kind of ass kind of is kotaku is like poking a fucking dead bear and saying you killed it i mean they're the buzzfeed of video games they they are intentional clickbait yeah but no i mean they're still around i don't care if they're the buzzfeed of video games popular though Kotaku is still around. Kotaku's really fallen out of popularity, but I agree. I don't understand why anyone yeah, gives I mean, a shit about games it, journalists Kotaku might, anymore. But that, that's just my gripe: is that they are not the off freak, uh, you know, extreme case. I mean, Polygon is just as bad. 
Polygon Which is the worst. Which brings me to what, what I was about yeah. to just ask, like, what's the Doom thing about? Oh god, so when the new Doom came out, Doom 4 as it should have been called, but the new the new Doom, the remake, the whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, their video review of it is a solid about seven minutes of a person who plays it as if they have never even held a controller before. Their, their aim is... Uh, god, it's like giving a child a, mm. a baseball bat and telling them that they have to fit it inside of a car's tailpipe without touching the sides. <laughs> it is it is just bafflingly precise so at being terrible. It like they they aim very rigidly but at nothing. There'll be a, an imp in front of them and they'll be aiming 2 inches above his head but they will snap onto that point and start firing at nothing. It's it's bizarre. It was it, more impressive how bad he was than if he was one of the best at the game. You'd exactly. have to really try to be that bad at that game. It, I can feel, <laughs> you can't see the player during the game, but you could just feel them looking down at the controller and trying to figure out what all the buttons are for during the review. It's mm. it's insane. It's like one stick is fine, but two stick movement, that's just no, no, no. I I I move and then I aim. I can't I I'm not doing both. <laughs> that's a little too much. Yeah. Dude, he's not a pigeon. Come on. Oh. Yeah, no, that's just it, it's so baffling. You guys remember uh, Donkey's video a month or so ago? Who? Where he cut video game Donkey, where he kind of dumped on. He hasn't been on the show. We don't know him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either way, he he made that one video a little bit criticizing video game journalism. Yeah, that was he good. didn't even go into. Uh, he didn't even go very deep uh, on the topics like how corrupt they are or anything. I mean, he literally just mentioned how incompetent they are usually and how inconsistent their reviews are. You guys remember the butthurt meltdown the, the entire meltdown? industry had about that? Oh, yeah. I didn't know I mean, that. I, I take it you don't really read Twitter or anything, but they wrote entire articles about why Donkey is wrong and why video game players really need us and why we're essential <laughs> to the industry and why everything we say makes sense and why we know better than you plebeian fucking benighted rubes. Uh, that was douchebags. that was a beautiful word combo there, Kaya. That was mm. great right there at the tail end of that. I, to, I, I have to tip my hat to that. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I really like that. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. Yeah, you should, you should be a video game journalist, <laughs> Kaya. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Kind of fucked my train of thought, derailed it. But yeah, you get the idea. Like, these people, I don't know why you're still listening to them when... Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, the future is moist meters. I think yeah, that's, moist I think meters we, only. Yeah, we can agree on that. Game journalism is a thing of the past. Now it's all moist meters. Looking <laughs> moist. Something else you made me completely forgot. Okay. <laughs> Good words, though, Kaya. I really <laughs> like them, too. Great words. Uh, yeah, thanks. The message was loud and clear. Bravo. <laughs> Kaya is basically the dark souls of critics now. Speaking of uh, Doom, though, before we end the topic... You guys should watch the behind the music conference. So that, good. Uh, did you watch it? <laughs> I was just complimenting your work again. <laughs> Boy, I, what do you, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, the guy who made the Doom music uh, mm-hmm. of the new one, Mick Gordon, he had a little uh, talk at GDQ, I think. Yeah. No, not GDQ. Sorry, GDC. One of those Game developers conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had a really cool talk about how he did the music, how he did the sounds, how he did, how he hit some Easter eggs in the music and all that sort of stuff, like where 
you know, if you play it backwards, it says Jesus loves you and you put like uh, pentagrams oh. in it and all that stuff. It, it was really fun to listen to. I, I really recommend it. He had a lot of stage presence. He seemed like a bit coked out, but a lot of fun for me to listen to. So since you mentioned Doom, I just wanted to get that in there as something I liked. I mean, Doom, the Dark Souls of first-person shooters is a good game, so I'll probably yeah. check that <laughs> out at some point. You're up on Dark Souls? Do you like because, Dark Souls? Because, no, it's a whole thing where every single fucking journalist now likens everything to Dark Souls. If any, Crash Bandicoot, oh, it started with Crash Bandicoot being called the, the Dark Souls of platformers because you die. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the fucking joke. It's not where like, it started. Everything gets compared to Dark yeah, Souls since Dark Souls has come out. Just because yeah. Dark Souls has difficulty, they're they liken everything to it. It's like, oh man, this this game has an attack button just like Dark Souls. Oh, <laughs> and it's I, I'm so fucking sick of it. If it's not like into Dark Souls, they call it like an amalgamation of Dark Souls meets X. Uh, Oh, that's that's another reason why, because we were talking about Cuphead. I think one of the reviews called Cuphead uh, Mario Meets Dark Souls. I'll, I'm going to type terrifying. that in. Like, fuck right off. It's the worst. Please type it in, Charlie. I and did. if it's not a real thing, please write a review real quickly so I sound smart. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and get this up. It's not a real thing. It was on, I think it was on Twitter. Some journalist said it. <laughs> oh, wait. You're, you're oh. right. Is Cuphead oh. the next Dark Souls? Ooh, there it is. There yeah, it is. I mean, I thought, what, wasn't that the review from the same guy who failed to pass the I tutorial? Think so. <laughs> Maybe. They they later on changed the video title, by the way. Did you see the title of this of the twenty six minute video? It was, it was something else. It was a regular review title, but then they changed it whatever the guy's name's like, Dan's embarrassing twenty six minutes, but they only changed it after he he got lambasted on the internet. Rightly so. I'm just unbelievable. These people, you know, are shit. He could be bad at Cuphead, as bad as he wants to be. But I, I think that he absolutely deserves all this guff and shit if he's not wearing a movement watch. I, I agree. I was just about to say, you know, I was, I was gonna do a segue about. Game oh, that's Stone why I cut you off. Time, I knew it was coming. No, 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 no. Well, that that just makes you a jerk. Yeah, that's just mean. That's, <laughs> that's why. That's why I did it because uh, I knew you were gonna do it, and I didn't want. I, it. It yeah, I did that to shine. I'm sorry. I'm the Dark Souls of podcast hosts. Anyway, what's movement watches? <laughs> what it's the Dark Souls what of what watches. Damn it! Glad you asked, ran- random <laughs> listener. <laughs> I'm substituting for the audience. Oh, you're like the random bypasser in an infomercial. <laughs> Kick off, Andrew. <laughs> It's like I'm looking in a mirror, and the mirror is some for some reason filled with comments. I love you, Andrew. Tell me about movement, though. Well, as Kaya was beginning to say, but I'll interrupt him. Movement watches are basically the dark souls of watches. <laughs> they were founded on the belief that style shouldn't have to break the bank, and they are incredibly high quality watches that are available for just ninety five dollars at the mm. department store, though. See, they sell online. At the department store, they're about four to five hundred bucks. But online, just ninety-five dollars. And they're because high they quality men's middle watch. Man. Exactly. Do you want you men in the middle of you and your watch? Some... That would get really tight on yeah. your wrist. 
you don't want some smarmy salesman selling you a watch that only should be costing like 100 bucks or 500 bucks so you can just get them online and we call it the dark souls of watches because once people see that watch on your wrist they'll have a hard time putting on their own shitty inferior watches they'll be jealous they'll be asking themselves what is that watch it looks so superior to everything i've ever put on it's the master race of watches it's it's incredible it's so beautiful it's so golden it has so many designs he wears a different one every single day it must be because he can afford them all because they're all so cheap you can buy like five of them for the price of one that i get at the mall because i still go to the middleman charlie kyle we go to mvmt.com slash official it's m like mountain v like vagina m like another mountain twitch yeah and t like twitch and dot com slash official oh my god that's a lot of links <laughs> as movement.com but as not with letters as like, a man who like m for mobile dot twitch dot tv slash official <laughs> oh wait no it's it's m like mvmt.com slash official morse code yeah <laughs> great work. guys no it's confusion. time to yeah, no again but with movie titles look it's time to step Mafia. up the watch game it's time to get a watch with a really clean design it's time Valeria. to get a watch that'll get you compliments every time you put it on. It's time to go Mr. to MVMT. Mr. Rogers goes to New York. Dot com slash official. The time machine dot com slash official. Sorry. Just... I'd be sorry. Own it. Valerian was a great, a, a great ass pull for the V. Jesus Christ, you're full of compliments today, Charlie. Yeah, I thought that was clever. There aren't many movies with V. I know, I'm surprised you pulled that one out. That aren't porn. But yeah, guys, get your watch. Or get your brother one. Or your dad. It's, it's like the perfect gift for like Father's Day because they look expensive, but they aren't. So you can really impress your relatives if you're out of ideas for like a birthday gift. Do you guys know Pokemon Go is still around? Oh, of course. I thought they executed that dev. Team. I have I have friends who still play it. Uh, I didn't know it was still around until just now. Yeah. It's crazy. Pokemon Go is basically the Dark Souls of phone games. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah, you have people to walk play around. it. People play it and occasionally talk about it, so it's just like Dark Souls. I got right into it when it first came out, but only Everyone for like did. the first week. Yeah, oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was great for yeah, the first week and they let it die a horrible death. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually, I mean, that exact style of game has been around for a long time on phones. Um, by, hor- by, so. by the way, you, you need to, like, qualify the horrible death. They probably still make, like, millions of dollars every day. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd be I surprised mean, if they still did, to be honest. Not many people yeah. still play it, and the ones that do, they don't really buy anything from what I see. I don't know. I feel like maybe in America, but I feel like it would still be big in other parts of the world. You That's also possible. have to account for all the, you know, what we call the mysterious YouTube views. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like who the fuck yeah. watches Casey Neistat? Well, it's all the little children. It's all the little children still playing Pokemon Pokemon Go on the schoolyard. Well, that's actually a very strong point. Think about all the small kids who... Um, I'm they... always thinking about them. <laughs> think of, well think about all the small kids who come from less well-off families where instead of having like game consoles and all this shit they have a phone because their parents bought them a smartphone so they could have a phone and then they want to play pokemon oh hey look a free mobile pokemon game there it is pokemon Pretty go much. that's another good point yeah 
They're like the Dark Souls of children. (laughs) You're right. They use resource management and are punished for not being careful. I just, I meant they look like homeless people. They look like zombies until they consume (laughs) someone's soul. Sitting around bonfires all the time. Get a kid. Uh, Fuck. I mean, I I don't even think, I don't think anyone even gives a shit if no one makes money off that anymore. They already made like $48 billion on opening launch. Yeah, on like a $20 budget. Didn't Nintendo, like their their stock just fucking skyrocket the day Pokemon Go came out? Yeah, it did really well. Yeah. Should have invested in a Nintendo cryptocurrency. Yeah. My brother did. Well, not the cryptocurrency, but did I tell you guys my brother bought stock in Atari? Oh, God. That's a losing battle. And a bunch of others. He buys, like, a lot of stock in a bunch of shit. He made a lot on Facebook back when it wasn't so big. Damn. Is he into cryptos these days? I'd like his information here. He seems to know what he's doing. He sounds like the Dark Souls of (laughs) stockbrokers. I'll ask him for you. I'm sure he's into cryptos. If he still invests, he's 100% into cryptocurrencies. You know, there's a lot of debate about it, whether or not it's like a bubble that's going to burst. There's there's like big like people who, who you would think know their stuff on both sides of the aisle. Right? Well, like the- I think uh, like Kim.com, the guy who made Mega, uh, the, the website, you, I'm sure you guys have heard of him, that fat ass, the notorious yeah. one that got like arrested for piracy and all. He, as far as I know, he's pro there is uh john mcafee the guy who originally made like the first antivirus yeah he's like an actual james bond villain these days yeah yeah and he's very very pro uh cryptocurrency i think he actually is like leading a company now that does mining i don't think it's a bubble though Uh, to people that think it is or well i mean i can see the huge prices just being a bubble, but I do imagine the cryptocurrencies are there to stay. It's just uh, so much more I, I reliable. I feel like they, they call it a bubble. That's as, not what a bubble is. it doesn't have any sort of backing the, the, where if all the companies just decided to up and drop it, all of your cryptocurrency is suddenly worthless. Like It isn't anything that's regulated or based on anything. Neither is the dollar. Mm-hmm. The dollar doesn't have a gold standard or anything. It's just a piece of paper now that has value because it's a dollar. Yeah, and the government will go out of its way to bail it out if anything goes south. True. Like, Obama or Trump aren't going to trample each other over the chance to, like, bail out the Bitcoin industry. Well, that's that's why we have John money. McAfee. <laughs> he's, a, he's such a weirdo. I follow him on Twitter. He's a weirdo. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he at some point he was tweeting about some guy who he thought was following him around so he could taking pictures of the person, trying to identify him. And then he one day said that he was in the hospital because he was he just survived an assassination attempt. This was like two weeks ago. <laughs> and, uh, weird fellow. Great, man. John McAfee, if you're watching this, you're welcome to come on the podcast. But first, clean Charlie's computer. Yeah, of course. Compliment Kai's words. <laughs> Become uh, our personal slave, basically. Yeah, I'm sure John McAfee would love that position. A man who's worth a billion dollars. What is his net worth? I think it's like a couple hundred million. Probably. It's possibly billions. I don't think it's billions. That man wasted so much money. If I remember correctly, he spent like like at least a hundred million dollars on some type of island and 
something else, some other massive purchase from many years well, ago. That, that's hardly wasting it. He, he has an island now. Yeah, well, I know. It's not wa- oh, he, okay, so he had a shitload of money. He was worth $100 million, but then the 2008 market crash fucked him real hard, and now today he's only worth $4 million. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's, I take, that's real tough. I rescind the yeah. invitation, McAfee. Only $5 million and above is allowed to come on this podcast. Jeez. Do you guys ever like feel bad for those sort of people? Because in John's nah. case, maybe, because it wasn't his fault, I don't think, but... You know, I, I look at people like uh, Mike Tyson, right? Because he apparently in his prime he was worth three hundred million, and he squandered all of it to where he now only has like three million. How do you? He lived in luxury. How Fuck him. You, how do you waste that much though? I don't get it. What kind of I purchases? Me neither. I mean, someone wasn't it one of you guys that said like I guess he bought a lot of like luxury cars, but I, I don't know. He doesn't even look like the kind of person who would uh, live a lavish, frivolous life. I watched an interview with him. He been kind of sad, actually. He was like, the interviewer, he was showing him the belts that he won in his youth. And the guy said, wow, these are so impressive. And he just picked one of them up and tossed them aside and said, no, this is a piece of shit. Like, I bled for shit. This is shit. This is garbage. He doesn't seem too happy about what he did with his life. I think he's more upset about losing $300 million somehow. Yeah, I mean, that too, How I would the assume. fuck do you even waste that? Did he give it to a Nigerian prince via email? I don't understand. Even if you bought, like, 30 luxury cars. That's, I have no idea. That's still not enough to lose $300 million. Well, think, think of like, it this way. The luxury cars and the luxury homes and the luxury everything. And 300 HTC vibes. Yeah. Guy spent money like he was the dark souls of billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know. It just, I don't, I don't understand how these rich people just squander what they have that easily. I don't either. Mike Tyson, if you're listening, you're welcome to come on the podcast. Oh my god, I would absolutely fucking lose my mind if we had Mike Tyson <laughs> Jesus, on the podcast. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be amazing. Yeah. That'd be insane. That'd be incredible. You think it'd be alright if I asked him for ten bucks? <laughs> if he, like, became a hobo he, ten years ago, I'd still love to have him on. He'd come on, but he'd be like, okay, but you gotta buy me a sandwich, and you gotta compliment my hair. <laughs> That's another thing like that I read on the incel forums is like <laughs> yeah, they were talking about how important voice is in, in uh, attraction. <laughs> and so, and so, someone pointed out like if if Mike Tyson wasn't this muscular fighter bull man, he, he would have never gotten laid in his life. I mean, you know, because personality doesn't matter at all. Well, Jeremy Meeks. All right, just shut up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Jeremy yeah. fucking Meeks. There's another... Uh, yeah, yeah. I read a story. It really doesn't sometimes. There's another felon who recently got released and got a modeling contract instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I His saw. His eye is and... dope as shit, though. He's got, like, a super yeah. blue-white eye, and the other one's, uh, like, brown or something. But it's really cool. He looks like a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, they called him, like, Jeremy Meeks's distance, like, cousin, like, Jerome Beeks or something, because he's black, but... Yeah, he, he's just as handsome, and if I don't, I, know, I don't uh, even want to look up his case. If I can just read the newest headline from uh, Jeremy Meeks, it's, uh, The Internet's Hot uh, Felon Takes Israel by Storm, Accompanied by <laughs> Jewish Girlfriend. <laughs> Wonderful. So, Yay. Jeremy Meeks has apparently been so pretty for so long, he's mobilized an army and is now raiding the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, ISIS with his good looks. Yeah, his good looks are solving the Middle East crisis, probably. 
Do you ever think that, like, he hides his face behind a mask, and every time he gets captured by ISIS, he goes, Now, gentlemen, do you really think you can shoot this? And then takes his mask off, and they all just surrender. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Jeremy Meeks! <laughs> what was that, a Chinese ISIS agent? It was... It it's was, a Jeremy Meeks! What? It was an... What, what was that? Was that an Italian? Uh, yeah, no. It is Jeremy Meeks. Mamma mia. Mamma mia, why am I in Iraq? It's the coalition of just world leaders. It's just, it's just the United Nations screaming at Jeremy Meeks. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that could happen. That could actually legitimately fucking happen. Oh, I'm upset. Like, they could if, probably invite Jeremy Meeks to speak. Let me put it this way. If Trump became our president, then I could absolutely believe Jeremy Meeks could become the American representative in the United Nations. I mean, Dennis Rodman's no, I mean, our North Korean ambassador. And, he, and he's actually doing a bang-up job of it. Oh, yeah, he's done a great job. Yeah. He only gave them nukes. I bet he gave them the blueprints. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Dennis Rodman, the, like, 20 IQ duckling, gave him nukes. Oh, God. Hey, man, you never know. Dennis Rodman will surprise you. I feel like Dennis Rodman has his own secret city in North Korea where he's worshipped as a literal god. And, like, everyone doesn't even acknowledge Michael Jordan. They're like, Dennis Rodman is the best bull of all time. How did he ever <laughs> yeah, say basketball? Yeah, I don't think they even know of Michael Jordan. What are you talking about? The the Korea, North Korean administration are obsessed with basketball. They have an entire museum dedicated to Michael Jordan. <laughs> really? You don't know this? You haven't done your North Korea research? For shame, Kaya. How the fuck? I mean, I didn't know they had, like, a museum no, dedicated to Michael me, Jordan. No, trust me, Kim Jong-un was in fucking like flabbergastingly obsessed with American basketball and he loved the Chicago Bulls and he wanted to suck Michael Jordan's dick basically did he ever get the chance did Michael Jordan ever go over no but I think he has a couple of his basketballs in the museum or something there's a whole thing with him and loving basketball that that really nice. humanizes also, that weirdo the, I just, I, he loves basketball this one could be bullshit but I think I remember that when they play basketball in North Korea he makes his own rules to make it more entertaining like, uh, half-court shots are worth four points, and some other random- Oh, slam dunks, I think, are worth five points. Well, like, just he, some wacky shit. There's no way that shit. you cool. fucking dunk. No, well, the people he, playing. He just watches. Yeah. Oh. I wanna- I swear <laughs> to fuck he did this. I, I don't think he's challenging Dennis Rodman. <laughs> well, I mean, is Dennis well, Rodman maybe. going over there and playing basketball against the populace? Yeah, he played against their team. They have a team? Yes, they have a basketball team. Are they good? Uh, I, I don't know. They're probably hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't get fed if they don't win. And no one beats the Rodman. Rules. Okay, let's see here. All right, I think I found... Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I think I found the article, though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yep, okay, Chinese media report that North Korea has developed its own scoring system for the game. Three points for a dunk, four points for a three-pointer that doesn't touch the rim, and eight points for a basket <laughs> scored in the last three seconds. <laughs> oh, Genius. and a, miss, a missed free throw is minus one point. <laughs> and I, I'm, I, it's not written here, but I guarantee somewhere it says if the ball is stolen from you, your family's executed. Oh yeah, no stealing allowed. Exactly. It, the the ball is government property at the end of the day. Yeah, that's uh, why I want to move to North Korea. It's, inno basketball. it's innovative, yeah. I, 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 that would make the game more exciting. I think so. I think, yeah. 
I really yeah. stumbled upon Who put a gun there. to their heads? If you could be a pro at any sport, any sport in the whole world, be one of the best of the best, which sport would you choose? Badminton. That's the weird if choice. I had to be a pro in any sport? Yes, a professional blank player. In what way, like, just magically it happens if I wish for it, or I yeah. have to, like, train? No, you oh. you suddenly have all the talent of Michael Jordan had at basketball at any sport of your choice. A boxer, so I can be intimidating and beat people up. Why would I be a basketball player? <laughs> See, I'd go MMA, so I don't have to fight well, yeah, okay, like boxing. Well, you know what I mean, like... A, a fighter. Martial yeah. artist is... Yeah, yeah a fighter, fighter is basically what I mean. Not, like, soccer player. <laughs> I was gonna say Even, soccer player just because the... They the still make mad money. Yeah, they're oh, still yeah. With with boxing and shit, you're still doing damage to yourself no matter what. Oh, I guess if you're the best, maybe you don't take any shots whatsoever. No, I mean, in fighting, you, you're gonna have to get damaged. There's just no way around it. Not if you're the but best. But I mean, I, yeah. hmm? not if you're the best. Best there are no. Boys. I mean, even the best get punched. I mean, if you watch like this is what makes the, you the best, though, Kai. You get you get to dodge all that shit. You don't get hurt ever. Yeah, okay. It's even better than I guess if it's <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I mean, oh, they, they, they make the most money, to. don't they? No, they don't. What, Ooh. boxers don't? Hell no, they don't. Mayweather made all that money because boxing used to be very popular, but boxers don't make that And because he's Mayweather. Much. Yeah. Yeah, no, boxing, every, every player oh, I'm not of a talking sport, about the average, no. Not, well, no, boxing is kind of a dying sport. If you guys watched that fight, literally every single person that went up before Mayweather was, I know you've probably never seen this man box, but he's kind of good. He's worth watching. Man's got 58 oh, no, yeah, wins. No, it's, it's not a very entertaining Yeah, thing no one really watch. watches it anymore. Soccer is gigantic everywhere except America. And it's so goddamn no. boring. I watched the Paraguay versus Uruguay <clears> soccer <throat> match like two nights ago. It's the most boring. uninteresting thing, but Charlie, you know what the most uh, offensive thing about that whole sport is that the flopping, flopping. Yeah, that annoys it's, me. The flopping when is just fake unbearable. Injuries. Yeah, the fake, the fake injuries. Yeah, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Because that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. That flopping. it's so offensive to me because it's actually part of the sport. I know it's not, so sad. Not like on paper, of course, not officially. You know, it's not like written down in the rules, but it's so blatantly part of the sport that. I just cannot help but think, how how is anyone okay with this? There's no honor in this. There's no anything. Just what? God, it's like, so Do you sad. train this? You obviously even train this shit. I mean, you, you so efficiently throw yourself on the ground like a crying toddler. How can you be proud of watching this or even supporting this? This it, is embarrassing. It's infuriating. Basketball used to have that same problem with flopping, faking injuries. But now you actually get penalized for flopping, but soccer's too much of a pussy sport to integrate some rule like that. I guess, yeah. I, I, I really don't know why. I don't know how that came to be. It's literally just, hey, we're going to reward slimy, scumbag behavior. When I played soccer in high school and middle school and shit like that, the coaches would teach you flopping. Like, even back then. It, it's an integral yeah. part of the sport. That's yeah, fun. yeah, that's that's a sad part. I mean, I can only imagine in all those pro teams, like in the biggest teams on the planet, the coaches actually coaching their players. Like, hey, if this happens, you know, if you lose the ball, your teammate gets like, you know, whatever, in a bad position, just at, run clo- as close as you can to the enemy mm-hmm. and then just throw yourself on the ground and start crying. You know, here's some onion juice. I'm going to put this on your hands. Just rub it into your eyes. It's going to look like you're crying. Get your face red. Like, 
It, you're like, Onion bitch, juice. are you teaching, like, Hamlet? What are you doing? Onion juice. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what they do? Sometimes in acting, they will, they will mean, use some sort of irritant so to make I, the actors cry. I want to watch a professional soccer game where they go, oh, it seems he's got a leg injury. Yep. And there it is, the onion juice, right on cue. <laughs> just pouring it into his eyes. <laughs> just spray, cracking lemons and squeezing them right into his eye sockets. <laughs> be a just, real injury at that point. How can you look at your wife and children after you just throw yourself to the ground, hold your knee, and start crying like a toddler? Do you think that... When, uh, when, on every angle in slow motion, everybody can see that not, nothing touched you. Do you think that, like, soccer audiences, they brace for the flop, and then they go fucking buck wild when it happens? Like, well, when there's a collision maybe, on the field, they, like, brace up, like, <gasps> and then as soon as someone starts clutching their knee, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah! I don't think they're that, uh, like... I doubt they have that much integrity to do that on both sides. I, I'm guessing the average soccer viewer, he's gonna go, like, when his own team does that shit, he's gonna go, oh, foul, the red card, him, whatever, chief, whatever that guy's name is. And if the enemy does it, he immediately calls out the fake. I, I can tell you right now, we're gonna get shit for this just as much as we did for the car shit talk. No, no, even These soccer fans... really, really like soccer. No, soccer fans don't defend flopping. I don't think any sports fans get behind the act well, of flopping and faking injuries. No, 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 I Let's mean just generally comments. speaking for us, for us shit talk and soccer the sport. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not a fan of the sport Maybe because soccer. we have a majority American audience, they might not give a shit, but uh, it, it's... I mean, people fucking shank each other just over benign soccer arguments. Yeah, it's sad. The only time I'd Truly. ever get that heated over a sport is an eSport. Like, if I'm watching my League of Legends team go down in oh, an yeah. unfair way and they start faking an injury, like a you know a hand cramp and he hits the floor, I'm getting upset. Mm. Then I'm shanking some bitches. But soccer, yeah, I don't too. care. Is there an emote in League of Legends where you can fake, like, stubbing your toe or something? <laughs> you can call a timeout, I guess, and just say you Maybe hurt yourself. Too. <laughs> yeah, you, what they do is they call timeout and they say there was a bug. <laughs> maybe the, maybe one of the esports teams, if they want to go super hard, should have like blood packets. And if they're really losing, they just crunch it in their mouth and start acting like they contracted <laughs> Ebola. I, I feel like that's something that they would do in soccer. <laughs> Probably like, has happened. I like that idea, though, Andrew. Like in esports, like they're just taking a lot of damage and they blow a blood packet on their chest like they got shot. I like that. <laughs> It's a bold move. Jumps out of his chair and just drools blood. What do you think of soccer, Jackson? Because soccer's bigger in Australia than it is here. I'm a big fan of floppers. It makes the sport entertaining. I mean, as a joke. Well, like, it's ironically entertaining. I have to take a piss. You guys go on. Yeah, no, sport... I mean, not sport, sorry. Soccer in general is just boring. Same with... Like, tennis is fun to play, but it's boring to watch. Same with soccer. All sports are like that. Every sport is fun to play, but... Not all of them are fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. All right, one more topic then, Andrew. All how right. Was, how was Orlando? It was fun. Did I, you do anything interesting? No, because I had to leave four, day, four days early because of this fucking hurricane. When was mm-hmm. the last time you masturbated? Uh, Did you masturbate in Orlando? No. Why not? Didn't really want to. What were you doing in Orlando? Not masturbating. Yeah, but what were you doing then? <laughs> Cause you uh, not We went rock climbing. Well, didn't want like the entire t- yeah. No wait. Uh, what about in like the camp, the tent or whatever when you were that alone? was Jackson. That was like a, two weeks ago. That was a different, yeah. This is that different. was Tallahassee. This was a different trip. Well, where are you now? I'm at my house. So have you masturbated? 
Not yet. <laughs> Hang on, I, I never heard you guys' answers to what sport you would pick if you had to go pro. Oh, that's true. That uh, we haven't. I guess I'd choose an obscure one just to be the face of that sport. So like ping pong or something. I'd be like a devastating foe. Be like the Hurricane Irma of ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Souls of ping pong. Oh. What about you, Jackson? Uh, let's see. Wait, I said badminton, didn't I? Yeah. Do. I mean, is that your final choice? Lock it in. Please, re- please reconsider. <laughs> no. I, I figure if you're the best at anything, it's going to be super entertaining. Like, I, I come out with, like, a fucking dildo or some shit and still play badminton real well. I think that'd yeah, be super entertaining. It's not going to get you any pussy, though. I don't, well, I'm it's not doing gonna... well, You don't know that. The best of anything will get you pussy. That's a good point, yeah. I guess, but badminton. Yeah, there's mad pussy in the badminton game, dude. They may be 80 years old, but it's still pussy. Yeah, pussy ain't got no face or age. There's no flopping in badminton either. There's no pussies. Yeah, because there's no injury to be had. <laughs> Where can you flop yeah, you about, can, like, you, oh no. You can you can strain your wrist sometimes. Oh, but then what was there's the no called, uh, there. What's the thing called in badminton? Shuttlecock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, come on. Well, that's great. Do, that, do you really want to be the world's best shuttlecocker? Oh yeah, I do. That's street. That's street cred, dude. Yeah, no one would fuck with that guy. Yeah, every bar is just intimidating. Oh shit! Oh, dude, there's Jackson Badminton World. Yeah, I'll, I'll rock up. I'll be like, "You want to see my shuttlecock?" And then I pull out the little shuttlecock, and I, they sign. Well, I sign it. Sorry, and then give it to them, and then they come back to my hotel room, and, and then we then, bang. And then they look around and go, "Who the fuck was that guy?" I think that Maybe guy's the best shuttlecock player ever. And why yeah, is he wearing the princess costume? Yeah, I don't really keep up in badminton, so if he's part of that, I just don't know. What about you, Andrew? Uh, fuck. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely go with your argument of fighting and MMA was at first my choice, but now, like, Charlie's idea on ping pong has got me thinking <laughs> of, of this obscure fame as well. Yeah. Ping pong is just uh, badminton. I want to be. Mean? The... It's just it's badminton with with men. It's a real sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tiny people I, uh, badminton. I w- I'd want to be the best being, slam being ball player. Good. Sorry, hang on before you move on yeah. to yours. Before ping pong, at least that would be good. Like beer pong. It would, yeah, it translate. I feel like you could extrapolate, oh, like off. translate the skill a little bit. So no, no, to where mate. You can still have, get you can have, at parties. You I can, can take... have beer badminton. No, I could take that to the next level. Yeah, like beer beer pong is a great example. I could make the coolest trick shots. Like, yeah. I, I could use a ping pong so paddle and just fucking slam it into the drinks. So could I. I could use just my head to, like, <laughs> bash back those shuttlecocks. You could, you could those... use your mouth to bash the cocks. That's all. Because <laughs> you're going to be the gayest person at the party. Like, every party has a ping pong table, or at least a table that can be used for beer pong. N- nobody is ever going to, like, break out the uh, fucking badminton net and say, hey, let, let's do some beer minton. Get the shuttle cops, boys. We're we're beer mittening. It's gonna drop the panties. Whoa, that's old open mouth Jackson. He's the best shuttlecock player in the world. Well, let's let's ask the comment section. Comment section, can you guys imagine me as a pro badminton player? Would you fuck me? That's a great If you wait, there's a caveat. If you didn't know him beforehand, if you hadn't listened to this podcast, if he just came up and said all that shit. Oh no, piss off. That's the point. <laughs> he needs to be a bias. I'm still me. Player. You're, you're I'm not still allowed me. to have bias. 
Well, yeah, that's the, that's the whole point. Like it, it, every every one of us on there has something going for ourselves. Like if, if Charlie does this and no one else knows him, and a friend introduces him, just says, hey, you know, this guy can do massive trick shots from like fifty yards from the parking lot into that you know beer cup. And this is Kaya. He he can punch a hole into a wall. And this is Andrew, who who likes slam ball. He does like cool flips in the air. <laughs> and this is Jackson. He has this gay little butterfly shuttle. Hey cup. hey hey hey! Shut up! It's gets mad puss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't even know sports, you guys. Talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. Talking about soccer and boxing. Those unattractive. I don't know. They're lame. I like how you Bad, singled those. It's out. up and coming. Luckily, by ping pong is still attractive. Well, like I said, ping pong is just badminton for retards. Wow, there's so much dexterity it's, needed. So, Jackson, what you're saying is it's it's the dark souls of badminton. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's where we end the episode. Good job, guys. We made it through. <laughs> yeah, without Andrew's opinion. <laughs> no, we don't need that. We've got enough of that. Go watch any of the other 39 episodes of the podcast. <laughs> Jackson's just mad because we hate badminton. I don't get it, but we'll move on. I don't want to... You pulled it out of your ass, and now you're you're trying to go down with the ship. Let's end this episode. No, I'm trying to to make the ship float. If a genie did this, you'd waste your other two wishes on reversing the first. Let's just sink this fucking ship and end the episode. I'm setting the bombs now. Uh, All right. Are we ending? All right, go over to patreon.com slash official for... Wait, no, shit. Patreon.com slash the official podcast for more. To see my top badminton tricks. We'll see you there. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye. TV dot slash Twitch dot TV slash the official channel. Uh, MVMT. Let's go. There's also shirts. I'm throwing up some shirts now. Have a look. Go check them out. See you next oh, week. Link description. Important stuff. Bye. Pray for us. Friend me on Facebook. <laughs>